1: This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.
0: Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday's Sports on the Sports History Network. Before we begin today's podcast, it must be noted that I wrote this article in March of 2018, before coaches Jimmy Johnson and Tom Flores were selected for the Hall of Fame. I don't normally get involved with debates over who should or shouldn't be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. For one reason, I think we make the Hall of Fame more important than it is. I don't mean the Hall of Fame itself. I've been to both the baseball and football Halls of Fame, and I enjoyed them very much. They are great places to learn the history of the game and to relive the memories. The part we make too important is who's in and who isn't. You could spend all day debating over who's in that shouldn't be and who's not in that should be. In the end, it's all a matter of someone's opinion. It's not a perfect system, and if the voting committee took every fan's opinion seriously, half the league would be inducted by now. I think it's a lot more difficult on choosing which players get in because there are so many different factors to look at. Sure, you can look at the stats, but stats can sometimes be misleading. And when it comes to linemen and linebackers, there aren't that many stats to look at. But it doesn't seem like it should be as complicated when it comes to voting on which head coaches get in. You can look at their career winning percentage, or how much improvement the team made once they took over as coach. Most importantly, you can look at how many times they led their team to a championship game or to the Super Bowl. But I think the most important stat of all is how many times they actually won a championship or a Super Bowl. Here are five former head coaches who have each won two Super Bowls. Jimmy Johnson won two in a row with the Dallas Cowboys in Super Bowls 27 and 28. George Seifert won two with the San Francisco 49ers in Super Bowls 24 and 29. Tom Flores won two with the Oakland slash Los Angeles Raiders in 1980 and 1983 Mike Shanahan won two in a row with the Denver Broncos in 1997 and 1998. Tom Coughlin won two with the New York Giants in 2007 and 2011. So why aren't they in the Hall of Fame? Let's take a look at their careers. First, we'll look at George Seifert. He had a 114-62 and 62 career record in the regular season and a 10-5 and 5 record in the postseason, including two Super Bowl wins. Not too shabby. Those who would vote against him will point out that he took over a team that was already highly successful, having won three prior Super Bowls under Bill Walsh. All the pieces were already in place. While that may be true, doesn't it take a very good coach to keep those pieces in place? And could we not say the same for John Madden, who took over an Oakland Raiders team in 1969 that was already highly successful, having won the AFL championship in 1967 under coach John Rauch? The Raiders came very close to winning the AFL title again in 1968 under Rauch, before losing to the New York Jets 27-23 to in the AFL Championship game. I think what really hurt George Seifert's chances were his three seasons with the Carolina Panthers, where he had a 16-32 and record. I think if he had retired after leaving the 49ers, he would have had a much better chance. With a combined regular, and postseason record of 108 wins and 35 losses and two Super Bowl trophies, it would have been hard to deny him a place in camp. Now, let's take a look at the career of Jimmy Johnson. He took over the Dallas Cowboys in 1989. The Cowboys had gone 3-13 the year before under legendary coach Tom Landry. Things didn't get any better in Johnson's first season as the Cowboys went 1 and 15 but they improved to 7 and 9 the following season. In 1991, they went 11 and 5 and made it to the playoffs before losing to the Detroit Lions. The following season, they won the Super Bowl and repeated that feat in 1993. Yes, they had some great players with the likes of Emmitt Smith, Troy Aikman, and Michael Irvin, but it also takes a great coach to lead his team to two Super Bowl victories in a row. So what's keeping him out of camp? In his five years with the Cowboys and four years with the Miami Dolphins, his career record is a slightly above average 89 and 68. But one must admit, He led his team to two incredible seasons in 1992 and 1993, and one can only wonder what could have been had he and owner Jerry Jones been able to coexist. Mike Shanahan took over the Denver Broncos in 1995, after two seasons with the Los Angeles Raiders in 1988 and 1989. His record was 8 and 12 in those two seasons. In his first season with the Broncos, the team went 8 and 8. Not much of an improvement from their 7 and 9 record the year before. But in 1996, they went 13 and 3 before being upset in the playoffs by the Jacksonville Jaguars. In 1997, Shanahan led his team to a Super Bowl victory over the favored Green Bay Packers. They repeated that feat in 1998 with another Super Bowl victory. It looked like he might get a chance to win his third Super Bowl in 2005 when he led his Broncos to the AFC Championship game with an impressive 14-3 record. But they lost that game to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Shanahan is one of only five coaches to lead his team to two Super Bowl victories in a row, but a 178 and 144 career record hurts his chances of getting into the hole. Another coach with an only slightly better than average career record is Tom Coughlin. His overall record is 182 and 157. Not that impressive. But consider this. He took an expansion team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, to the AFC Championship game in just their second year in the league. Three years later, he once again led them to within one game of the Super Bowl with a 15-2 record. But they were upset by the Tennessee Titans. He took over as head coach of the New York Giants in 2004. The Giants went 4-12 the year before he got there. Four years later, he led them to one of the greatest upsets in Super Bowl history when they defeated the heavily favored New England Patriots, who came into the game with an 18-0 record. Four years later, they again defeated the heavily favored Patriots. His postseason record with the Giants was an impressive 8-3. Tune in next week when we will do part two.
1: This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network.